Most entrepreneurs waste an insane amount of time trying to build their business. They are online 24-7, sacrificing their private life and burning out in the process. This is going to end right now. Welcome to the Content Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Virginia Deasis. I'm a serial entrepreneur, copywriter, business coach, and recovered workaholic. I know what it takes to go from burnt out and overwhelmed to building a six-figure business, posting only once a week and working less than five hours per day. My secret? Cutting out all the crap that doesn't move the needle forward in your business and producing content that actually attracts clients and gets you paid while living your best life. Want to create a business and a life you love? Sit back, relax, and let your content do the work for you. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Connor Lounge Podcast. I am so happy that you are here today because I have a wonderful guest on today's episode. Her name is Jen. Jen is my health coach and also former client of mine, and she is absolutely fantastic. If you feel stressed out by your business and your life outside of business or the combination of both of them, and Jen is going to be the person to go to. Hi, Jen. So good to see you. Hello. I'm so excited to be on this side of the mic. (laughs) We just got off a coaching call, so now we're flipping it around, and I love it. I'm so excited to talk to your audience and serve them today. So thank you for having me. Yeah, I am so freaking excited. So Jen has uh, changed my life. Can't can't say it any other way than that. I think it was pretty much exactly one year ago that you joined CTS, right? November-ish, 2020. And pretty much since we started working together, I always felt like auditing your content, reading what you're all about. And I just was constantly thinking, man, I really should reach out to that woman be like, (laughs) can I hire you? And truthfully, I should have done that probably day one where I had the gut feeling of like, I need Jen in my life. Mm -hmm. And I kept making excuses because I had a newborn baby and stuff and life was so crazy. And then we worked together one-on-one and I still had this nagging feeling knowing that I really want you in my life. And I was so scared and you gave me the pep talk. Do you remember that? Yeah. I think it's like, it's, I mean, it's the same concept that that you talk about in your programs is like, there's no right time. It's just the best time. Like, you know, like there's never, the more that we wait for the right time for our business or to invest in a coach or to what, like, that's just going to keep you waiting and waiting and waiting. And like, there is, there's a process for discernment, but then there's a time for action. Don't let the brain get too sneaky on you. It's time for action. And usually it's passed way quicker than, than we like to give it credit for. So yeah. Yeah. 100%. I wonder what my life would have looked like if I had you in my life already by the time Elise, uh, baby E was still mm. newborn. Like I, I really wonder sometimes if I hadn't procrastinated this long. So to give maybe you can give people a quick rundown of what exactly it is that you do and like all the magic. Yeah, it's funny because like when I work with clients and collect testimonials, I'm always like, "What's changed?" And they have a hard time like putting their finger on like everything, like everything. Like it's not like, "Oh, I lost this many pounds and I got." This. It's like literally everything has changed, and and that's really you know as a I'm a health coach that leads excuse me, I'm a life coach that leads heavily on health. Cause I understand it's all connected. Like I do, it's like almost capital H, right. Where it's not like health as in like how your body looks. It's like health is like holistic. And my goal, you know, my business is working with badass women. And I do that through one-on-one coaching through group programming. I have a living in sync program, which is for like feminine energy cycles. And with all of that, it's really the, the underlying everything of it is making sure that you are number one, realizing whose rules are you playing by? And do you want to keep playing by them? And then giving yourself permission to like dream bigger, to do bigger, to be yourself more authentically. Because as you know, in content, like you may have the perfectly written caption, but if the energy isn't behind it, people can smell that. Yeah. And the quicker that you give yourself permission to just freaking be you, the less exhausting it is, the more empowering it is, and the more money you get in the end because people can smell that. Your people will smell you and be like, oh my gosh, I can't get enough of her. 
right? And the people who are not meant for you, who you don't want to work with anyways, will be like, oh, I don't like that at all. And that's what I try to help women see is like, you got to be yourself, but we got to get like some shit metal. But I think a lot of it is, you know, as you know, my, my role and what I love with working with you as an entrepreneur who owns her own business and as a mom is giving yourself permission to like not play by the rules to make your own rules. And also to, to realize that like you can be obsessed with your business and being a mom and being a partner and being who you are. And that's all okay. And making that feel good. That's the thing, right? And some of us just permission. So basically I just get permission slips. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Do that. You love that? Awesome. Go do it. <laughs> I think that's like underrating all the magic that you do. So let me give you guys a quick rundown of what my life looked like pre-gen. And then it's post-gen or, well, not post-gen because I'm still working with you. Um, I'm on a one-year contract and who knows? Maybe I need to stay longer. I don't know. <laughs> I'll take it. I love working with you. <laughs> Um, so before Jen, this is why I knew I had to work with you. So a lot of the times, as you said, is we place rules and demands on ourselves, but also we lack the skills to actually make the most out of our life. One example, I think you wrote a caption about this and I was like, oh, that's so me is resentment. Like mm. you can either sit there and be resentful to your husband who again, didn't put the toilet paper roll mm-hmm. the way you want it, or didn't load the dishwasher the way you want it. Or mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember any like actual examples. Um, my husband does dishwasher and toilet paper roll, but like, <laughs> I remember I felt a lot of resentment and I wanted to be like the fun, excited mom. And I couldn't be because I was so busy resenting. Yeah. And a lot of that stem stem from not having the time or energy to fill my cup. And I had never really paid attention to the fact that I have needs. Mm-hmm. As a workaholic, for sure, I did not. Mm-hmm. And you really helped me see that, but you also helped me create strategies to not just create extra time in the day so that I can work out or so that I can do something fun, but actually like look for like the energy leaks so that I'm not too tired and just like revenge procrastinating scrolling (laughs) Instagram and then humming Instagram real sounds all night long. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think, and I I agree. Thank you for reflecting that back to me because I do feel like a little bit of my superpower is taking the stuff that are buzzwords right now, which is like, you know, like have presence, be grateful, like spend time on yourself, self-care, like all these things that we say. And then taking that and making it work for the person. Like, I'm really good at bridging that. The things we know we should be doing, like eating food that makes us feel good, moving our bodies in a way that feels good, treating our minds and our people around us in a way that feels good. But how do you do that, right? Like, I was like, great, great concept, but I have a baby and I have a job and I have a partner and I'm really busy, like super great, love to hear it, kind of hate you for saying it because I'm aware, right? Everyone has that awareness. But I think, yeah, where my real superpower is is taking that and being like, okay, and here's how we're going to do it for you. Like, this is your, your manual, your operating manual, not like the go get a petty and spend an hour in the morning meditating and like all the bullshit you've heard. And we're just tired of hearing. How do you make it work for the individual? And that's, I think, yeah, you're right. Thank you for reflecting that. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I think the, like, the way you, how can I best put this? Having you on Voxer, in my back pocket, like, it doesn't matter what shit hits the fan. And in motherhood, there is always shit hitting the fan. <laughs> like, y'all, I'm still busy changing diapers here. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there is always more stuff to do. And, like, being able to sometimes, like, just pop up in Voxer, be like, ugh, this yeah. sucks. And this is what I'm feeling right now. And you're, you're not just good at, like, discerning, okay, well, this may be what you need right now or how would X, Y, and Z feel. But you're really, really good at analyzing what are the gremlins that are speaking in the back of my yeah. mind. I remember mm, there was one moment in our coaching together. I don't quite remember what it was where my gremlins were like, or I was saying to myself like, oh, this was like really great. Oh, but it's but it's only like a small thing. Mm-hmm. Right? It instantly mm-hmm. like discrediting it. Mm-hmm. And you're just so fast to picking up on that and like changing that inner monologue too which is such a huge part. Um, 
Like, yeah, and that's, I mean, that's the, the crush of the entrepreneur that is also a high achiever that doesn't see her greatness, that doesn't see like all you're doing every day. And then you're like, why am I so exhausted? And it's like, what? <laughs> like, how can you not see your greatness and all you did today, keeping tiny humans alive and a business floating and clients happy and a partner and friends and let alone some alone time. Like how can, and just seeing that and being like, oh, I'm not alone. I'm not crazy. Like everyone is putting out their painted version on Instagram. And it's just really refreshing to have someone reflect back to you. Like that's not real. And what you were feeling is real. And that's enough. You don't need to worry it. That's enough. You're feeling it valid. Like now let's talk about how to make it feel better. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was, that was, that was really interesting because I don't think that is ever being taught anywhere. I think, Mm -hmm. especially if your parents didn't model that and, I mean, let's be honest, like, I find that our older generations didn't necessarily, at least here in Germany, they did not have the skills or emotional awareness. My parents' generation, they were post-war Germany. They were standing in line for, like, cucumbers and bread and for, like, hours as kids. And Mm -hmm. I find that they are so, like, unaware in general of, like, childhood drama and all this Mm -hmm. conditioning and what their needs are and boundaries and stuff. I mean, my parents, they were so beat in school with a stick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of stuff that's, that's, that was given us on our way mm-hmm. and hopes to like support us. But I feel like our job is to like tidy up and pick and choose the things that serve us and those that don't. Yeah, absolutely. So. And I think that a lot of it with, you know, within life coaching, you know, my belief is that, we, we all, we have inherited things, whether it's bodily trauma, physical trauma, psychic trauma, whatever it is, we've inherited that. Absolutely. That's part of our DNA. I I firmly believe that that's an ancestry thing, but we also know better and can do better. And that's really where taking care of yourself, like you do, you know, with your handstand coach and with having a great business and with, and your partner cooking a lot and like asking and having a nanny, like doing some of these, like that stuff people will say, well, I can do it myself. I don't need a nanny. I can do it myself. Or I don't need someone. I can do it. My- and then they, they get what I call got it syndrome, especially women entrepreneurs. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. And then until you don't, or until it res- comes up as what you were saying, resentment. And yeah. it's like, did you express your needs or did you just say, I got it because you can do it. And having that emotional awareness that our ancestors didn't have, we are carrying some of their baggage. We don't have to continue to carry it in the way that they did. Yeah. And that's really where we had that choice of like getting support, getting help, getting a community, getting a coach, getting someone to make things easier and more efficient for you, like in content, getting someone to make you feel less crazy, like a good coach that yeah. then allows you to, to carry the baggage differently or to completely drop it. And that's the hope, right? To, to, hold, to drop everyone else's baggage, but at the very least learning to carry it differently so that you can show up differently and role model that for your children, if you have children or for other entrepreneurs or other women, right? Yeah, I think that's the big, that's the big thing is that, yes, you inherited it and you can sit in that, you can be the martyr, you can be resentful, you can fill up that mommy martyr that is so out there that I just can't even be on Facebook around anymore. Like, I hate my husband and my kids are the worst. And I'm like, you don't have to carry it that way. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not just like, oh, just drop it. You're fine. You know, but like, it's not, it doesn't need to be hard either when you get the right support. Yeah. yeah. One thing that was really eye-opening, and this is also something that you wrote. So I had the pleasure of reading every single word you ever wrote. I feel <laughs> like, like sneak peek. Sneak peek. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And so this is something that also like deeply resonated with me. And you said something about I'm speaking to someone who married a good partner. Mm-hmm. But is feeling like, why is this not working? All this resentment. And what you talked about is like exactly what you just said. The got it syndrome. I got it. Mm-hmm. I got it. I got it. I also felt super guilty taking breaks mm-hmm. and asking for help because I know like, okay, it's very tiring to be with kids for like six hours straight. Yeah. Um, and I actually do think it's easier to work for six hours straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but one thing that you really helped me realize is that one, it's completely okay to ask for like two, three, four hours off. And I'm now taking like my Sunday mornings, oh my gosh, life changer. <laughs> um, and the other thing is like, 
actually articulating a lot of the stuff that you feel and need. And this is something that I see coming up in business all the time because people resent their clients and they're like, oh, my clients suck. And it's like, well, do your clients suck or have you ever like, or have you not communicated boundaries? Are your clients really needy or did you tell them to reach out if you have any questions? Tell me if you have questions. Reach out if you have questions. And I'm like, girl, this is like yes a suicide sentence <laughs> and, well and I think too like you know we were talking before we turned on here was talking about how to how to balance it all right how to how to create a business and a life that you at the very least like maybe not love every day but like at the very least you enjoy it pretty much right that's we can go for that standard right because uh, I hear people like enjoy the like love your life and I'm like no like you're not gonna love your life every day that's fine that's that's an impossible standard but at least you can like it or see that it's gonna get better right and I think that that's like a key that I would say to any entrepreneur, especially if you're a parent, is to build the business that you love. Don't build it based on what you think your clients want or what you perceive they want. Build it based on what you can give. And that might be you don't do one-on-one. That might be you don't have box or contact. That might be you are only available between 11 a.m. and 4 p.m. weekdays. I think the mistake that I made initially that I thankfully caught myself in my business was being like, oh yeah, I'll work on Saturdays. I'll have office hours on Tuesday nights and I'll, every night. Da, da, da. And I was like, I hate this. And I don't hate, I hate the monster that I created, right? And as an entrepreneur, you freaking create it. And even if you're not an entrepreneur, you're creating a lot of this, right? Whether it's how you're responding to your partner, what you're saying you're going to do, what you're signing up for. And it's really empowering to take us. And this is getting more like I hire coaches too, because I'm like, I can't see my blind spots and they're blind spots for a reason, right? So a good coach will say to you, Hey, do you see this? Hey, let's reframe this. And it's uncomfortable, but it's like, Oh yeah, I just said, I got it. Or I'm just, I'm telling my clients, yeah, reach out whenever. And then they are. And then I'm frustrated because I'm working on Christmas Eve. (laughs) <laughs> who built that house? You did, right? But you can also unbuild it. You can also reset boundaries. You can also hold boundaries stronger, right? And so that's the beautiful part of entrepreneurship and relationship in general is that you can rebuild that. You just have to have the awareness and the power and the tools to make that feel good for yourself, right? Because I used to think, I mean, I, I only worked with working women for a while, women who had full nine, full-time nine to fives. And in my head, I was like, oh, I always have to have nighttime calls because they work nine to five. That's total bullshit. I don't take yeah. nighttime calls. So you build the monster, right? You feed the monster, you build the monster. What bo- what monster do you want to build? And hopefully it's one that you really enjoy being around. So yeah. No, 100 percent Oh my gosh, setting boundaries is so important. Boundaries like in every aspect of your life, whether that be your work, your business, yep. your clients, your partner, your parents, your kids. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's an important thing is as a mom, as an entrepreneur, as a human, is to realize, like to really get honest with yourself about what boundaries do you want? How can you then put those in and express those? Because that's where we miss, right? Like I, I made the mistake with clients, just being like, oh yeah, whatever. And I never set boundaries. And now yeah. I say to them, hey, I'll get back to you within 24 hours. Do not email me or text me. Here's Boxer. Like setting clear boundaries, right? And I say with my husband, hey, I need to know X, Y, Z. Hey, can you take the kid here? Hey, we have whatever. Instead of being like, I really wish my client knew. I really wish my husband would. And it's like, the second you hear that is a non-communicated boundary and you need to start talking about it. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, this really, this, this, this is so important. What, how do you, what were like important lessons or things that you integrated in your own business? Like besides boundaries, like what are things or practices that someone can do I mean, you're so great at like helping us build self-awareness and like hearing the gremlins and changing the monologue and like taking radical responsibility and ownership mm-hmm. of everything that we create. But what do you personally do? I know you work with coaches too, but what yeah. do you personally do in your business? Yeah. What were game changers for you? Yeah. Um, I really think it comes back to that me centering and what kind of business do I want to build and how, and like, how does that affect my family, my freedom? For me, one of my core values is freedom and that's freedom of time. That's financial freedom. That's freedom in making decisions. I mean, freedom in everything. And if something encringes on my freedom, it must be, it has to be really important and well thought out. 
And so for my business, it was really, I mean, nitty gritty was like when I'm allowing client, when I'm opening up my Calendly, it's not just like, here's my calendar. Like it's like, no, Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays from these times, these time, but not on these three days because my son's out of school or whatever. Like being strategic with that, even though I have a servant's heart, I want to serve. Believe me, I would have my calendar open all the time and box are open all the time. But I, I was really strategic about that with my lifestyle. And I had that conversation with my partner. You know, I have Wednesday nights, I have office hours that helps me, but that means that he's been watching our son. So it wasn't like, a, I'm just going to put Wednesday nights and apologize later. I said, Hey honey, this really helps me. And then we, I asked, can I exchange something? Maybe Thursday nights is when you get to video game and my son and I get to hang out, you know, like I had that communication where I was creating it intentionally, but then having communication with those people who it impacted. Um, for sure, hiring coaches and, and also hiring people to do things for me that I don't want to do, right? Whether that's a VA or a copywriter or a graphic designer or someone that I'm like, I don't want to do this or I need help making this easier. How can I hire that out? That could also be like hiring a laundry service, having, you know, take it, getting takeout a few times a week and being like, I just don't want to cook. I'm going to hire that out to our local restaurant, you know, thinking about the things that are like really, because as an entrepreneur, you are your business as a mom, you are that child's future. Right. And so I, I don't think any of that is selfish. When I was creating this business, it was like, how do I want to work with people to get deep transformation? I only did one-on-one for a very long time. About three years of my business was just one-on-one coaching. And then I was like, okay, I have a lot of constant using over and over and over and over and over again for almost everybody. That'd be a great group program. In my mind, group is a hell of a lot easier because I can show up once for 15 people, put out some modules, and that felt easier to me. One-on-one to me takes a lot more transformation and a lot more like nitty gritty and like dealing with their specific issues every day. And that takes a lot more energy for me, but that's where I feel the most lit up. Mm-hmm. And that's why I have, you know, one-on-one calls in my group coaching program. I'll never lose that piece of it. So I think for me, it was like, what really lights me up? What doesn't? Can I hire that out or communicate that better? And then really like leaning into what lights me up and not getting shiny object syndrome, not being like, oh, I should have a group program. And then I should have this like $70,000 mastermind. And then I should. And I was like, but I actually really enjoy one-on-one. And that's what I want to do. And I really enjoy this type of group program. I don't have to do it the way that everyone's showing it. And that then makes me more magnetic, makes me more filled up. And that all scales back to how you feel as an entrepreneur. Am I getting enough sleep and drinking enough water, eating enough vegetables, going for my walk, waking up an hour earlier in the morning? I mean, for me, I'm a pokey panda in the morning. I hate feeling rushed. So I wake up at 520. People go, oh my God. And for me, that is worth that, right? Not for everybody. And so for me, it's like just leaning into that joy, that what, what truly makes me show up to a call with the client as lit up as possible. And it's not Friday night at 9 p.m. or Saturday morning at 9 a.m. because that works for their schedule. Sorry, that doesn't work for me. And I'm the coach. I'm the best. I need to hold that space for you in the best place. Yeah. Does that make sense? I love this. You said something earlier about like, I don't think that's, that's selfish. I actually mm-hmm. think it's the best thing you can do because Absolutely. think about it. Would you want your children to be a people pleasers or do you want no. your children to be able to say, thank you. I'm unavailable. This is like what I can do. Being yep. able to set boundaries. Do yep. you want your clients to be able to set boundaries? Do you want your clients to yep. learn from you? How and we're all role models if we're if we're coaches, um, or we're role models for our colleagues. I mean, mm-hmm. think about how empowering it would be to like stand there and like your co- coworker Betsy goes like, "Thank you very much for the opportunity. Unfortunately, I'm unavailable um, right yeah. now." Yep. And that's it. Like that yep. would be so empowering to see that. Right. Yeah. So I think this is something where I really urge you, whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's your own business or you have a job or you have both or you have kids, like learn to take care of yourself, learn to fill mm-hmm. your cup, learn to make that a priority because you want other people to thrive as well. Then you need to model that and learn how to set boundaries and communicate and articulate mm-hmm. them. This is so important, right? I think, and and this is something that I teach a lot when I teach content. It's like, we're so fuzzy in our communication in real life. Like we get away with so much fuzzy communication either by suffering it out 
Mm-hmm. Or by like just reiterating 17 times in the in the end, yeah. yelling it at the person until they finally get it or at least kind of get it and like do whatever. Yeah. That does not work when you're writing content or when you're communicating yeah. online because you only have one shot, not 15. And like the other thing is like if you're super fuzzy and like unspecific, people just don't get it. They ignore it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and this is true in real life. If you feel like your partner doesn't really get it, well, maybe you should say something very specific, like instead of, oh, I'm really yeah. tired right now, yes. say, yes. honey, I would love to take a break. Would now be a great time? Or maybe in 15 minutes, like when are you at a good stopping point in your work yep. so that I yep. can take a break? And so I'm like, this house is a mess. And yeah. my husband sees like he goes into the garage and starts organizing tools. And I'm like, no, I meant the toilet and I meant the garbage. And I meant the like say what you mean. Right. Oh my say gosh. what you mean. Like, that's this like is so true. Yeah. Yes. And that's and it's again, this is a skill that like the things that I teach in my coaching aren't just like how to get your husband to change the toilet paper roll. It's like what's the skill you're building is clear communication, not like, oh yeah, we can talk about it later. And later to you means 2 p.m. Tuesday. Later to him means Friday at 4. And you're seething from Tuesday to Friday because you said later and he didn't read your mind. Like, so, and same thing with clients, right? You don't tell them where to communicate with you, when to communicate with you. And they're up in your inbox. They found your number. They're on DMs. They're all in Boxer. Like, if you don't say to them, no, I need you. Here's how we communicate. People love structure. They love guidance. They love clear communication. No one wants to frustrate another human intentionally. And if they are frustrating you, you got to ask yourself, you got to take that responsibility and go, okay, where did I mess up? And when you're making your programs or content or anything, like be honest with yourself. If you find yourself promising the moon, does that really feel good? Are you doing it because you think you're going to get another client out of that? Who then is going to expect the moon and burn you out, right? Like that's when I have calls, I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't do weekend calls. If you're only available on the weekends, you're not the client for me. And I love you. And I hope that you listen to my podcast. You go to my website, you follow me on Instagram, like, please do all of that. But I'm not your one-on-one coach. I'm not going to break that boundary with myself because I will hate you on Saturday morning when we're having a coaching call and you will feel that and I won't feel good for anybody, you know? Oh my God. Yeah. I told you earlier on our coaching call, I blocked everything from December 20th until January 6th. That is a long time. Yes. But you know what? Four days before Christmas with kids and my parents coming around, I don't feel like taking a goddamn call. No. I don't want to. And no. I know that if I sat on that call, I'd be like, oh, damn yes. it. I don't want to. And is that really the energy that I want to encounter or my cl- uh, that I want my cl- clients to encounter? Yep. No, I want to be like, hell yeah, let's freaking go. What are the things we can write to grow your business? What are the things, how can we sell this offer? How can we get you more, more sales? Right. I want to be excited and lit up for that. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, okay. And I'm so glad because I don't think I would have, here's the thing. I do think I would have probably had the courage to set the boundary, but I would not have realized that I wanted that and needed that like four weeks in advance of Christmas, if I hadn't worked with you. And this is something, okay. So there's a couple of fabulous tools that Jen has given me. Number one is the Sunday sync. I'm obsessed. Mm. I think from the first day that we started working together and you introduced this to me, I have been using this religiously. I did not need encouragement. I did not need reminders because I so 100% see the value of this and love it. And yes, my husband laughed at me for a moment, but (laughs) truthfully is he likes it too, because he no longer gets yelled at when I have completely different expectations. And he had no clue that these expectations were, were for him. And like, yeah. yeah so there's no great. I mean, that's, that's a standard tool. I mean, you can get that in my badass mindset PDF journal. It's part of becoming badass my group program and all my one-on-one clients get it as well. And that's like, that's that communication tool because relationships die under a thousand cuts. And it's like the, in the moment frustration that you have an argument about again, and you're both emotional and no one gets hurt and everyone's frustrated. And maybe the toilet paper gets changed one or two times, but maybe not like, Sunday sync gives you a space for during the week, all those frustrations, you kind of like, okay, I'm going to, 
I'm going to emotionally even out before I attack my partner on this, or I'm going to communicate this. It gives you a space to communicate, to review, to get in communication, and then to make a plan and change that, right? Like, hey, what really worked for you last week? This did. Awesome. Let's continue that. What didn't work for you last week? Awesome. Let's change it. And it's a place to communicate that instead of like, whenever you both feel like you're ready or whenever you both, like you're both expecting to have a conversation on Sunday and this is about the topic and that feels so good. So you don't have to like feel like, okay, when am I going to talk about this? Oh, it just keeps building and building and building until you're yelling at them on Saturday morning. Right. But when you're like, oh, I can actually put this somewhere and talk about it in a safe place where we're mostly have processed it in the Sunday sink and make a change with it. Like, it's like, yeah. I don't want to toot my own horn, but it has saved marriages. Like it has saved marriages <laughs> and at least a lot of arguments within marriages. And I'm like, this tool is incredible when you use it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm so glad that we found uh, or that we learned this tool relatively early in our marriage. I mean, I'm what year is it? 2021 married for like half a decade now. Jesus time flies. (laughs) And I am not good. I'm not good with like remembering like times and years and dates. (laughs) Oh, it's just the worst. Uh, If I, I like, I'm an oversharer, but anyways, my mom asked me, she's like, so are you getting vaccinated again? And I was like, yes. And she goes like, great, which, which vaccine are you getting? And I was like this one, because that's the only one that's allowed for people under 30. She goes like, so why would that matter? And I was like, because it's the only one that's allowed for people under 30. And she goes like, honey, you're 31. I'm pretty sure because I was there at your birth. (laughs) <laughs> like correct me if I'm wrong but I'm like wrong, it's 2021 20, yeah. you're 31 like it it's does like not matter if that's the only one that's available for people under 30 <laughs> like that's hilarious I you can that. get anyone you want and I was right. like oh <laughs> oh, oh. Yes. I was under like for six weeks I was planning like this is the one I'm getting of course because right. there's no other option anyway so that's funny Anyways, I'm, I'm, yeah, so I'm married since half a decade. That's like short enough to still be in love and excited <laughs> about each other and like long enough to like definitely experience the like resentment of like yeah. crappy communication. And, now, and seeing five years in the future, if you don't clean this up, if you yeah. don't right, oh, yeah. start communicating some of your needs, you will be that, that martyr mama. Like that's, oh. that's no place to live. The martyr mama, mama, or the murder mama? Because exactly. with my other, like right. temper, I am a definitely. I have all the emotions times ten and more. Like uh, Jen also does uh, human design readings, and she's mm-hmm. like, "There's always clouds in the sky. Yep. Whether how the sky looks is a different story. They may be pink, yep. they may <laughs> yep. be brown, they may be blue, maybe violet. Yes. There always are going to be emotions. They're always there. Yes, <laughs> for sure." <laughs> And definitely, like, I best example of my week this week. Like, on Tuesday, I have a dentist appointment. On Wednesday, my son has a dentist appointment. On Tuesday and Wednesday evenings, I have my mastermind and I have CTS and I have a lot of stuff to prepare for that. And I have a lot of content to add before of that, before that. And I have a really busy week. And like, before I work with you, I've prop and before the Sunday thing, I would have gone into this week knowing. Oh my God, this is going to be so stressful. There's, there are going to be so many things to do. So I would have been already stressed out before the week actually yep. could stress me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that is something that you helped me identify. Like Virginia, does it really make sense to already be stressed before the stressful week right. has happened? Yes. Or can we maybe get into the week but from a bit more neutral place and plan in pockets of yeah. recharging your energy? I yeah. love the um, analogy you gave me once of like, it's like an iPhone. It's pretty empty because like there's a lot of demands on it. You just plug it in every five minutes in between, right? And like yes. charge a little bit here, charge a little bit there. You can get through the day. I love yeah. that one. That yeah. I because yeah, there's a comedian online, and I'm like, I definitely identify as an old iPhone. You can charge yeah. me all I mean, night long, and I'm still dead by eleven. <laughs> well, and a lot of women are sold the truth or sold the the vision that we have to take you know, a girl's weekend to wine country, or we need a pedicure and a manicure. And it's like, that's just not realistic. And if you sell yourself that, and hopefully it is realistic someday, right? Like that's the hope. But if you sell yourself that you need this like swath of time to recharge, 
then you're selling yourself short and you're just going to burn, 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 burn until you go, oh, I have five minutes. I can use that to do something for me. Or I can walk away and not eat my lunch at the, at, at the computer. Or I can take two hours on Sunday morning and communicate that to my partner and allow the guilt, allow myself to feel guilty. That might not go away, but also then realize, wow, I'm a better mother. I'm a better businesswoman. I'm a better partner for that. And I think it's like, we sell ourselves this thing. We have to have this like giant, like the, it's, it's the whole like, wait for the new year or after the holidays or when I, and I'm a big, I mean, my whole thing is like, you got to half-ass your way to badass. You you are not going to have a time when things are slow or better or more opportune. The time is now and it's in the minutes. It's in the pockets. It's not in the weeks and the months. It's in the minutes of how can you use this minute to feel a little bit better in the moment that will then give you that like 1% battery, right? So you're not at zero dead at the end of the day, you have 2% left. Now I want you to have 90% left, 100% left, right? We'll get there. But I think in the beginning, it's like, okay, how can I find these minutes in my day and stop selling myself short by thinking I need a weekend or a week or a month or a year? No, Mm. you need five minutes. And what can you do now? And it's not going to be five heroic minutes of running a marathon. There might be five heroic minutes of going for a five minute walk, right? And like half-assing your way to badass. Don't sell yourself short by thinking you can't fit in a little bit and not from a strive and hustle point of view or from a self-care point of view. And knowing like, hey, what would be really good for my soul right now is turning this off and going for a five-minute walk. Now I want to become a runner and I want to lose 80 pounds and I want to burn a thousand calories a day. I don't have that in me today, but I have a five-minute walk and that's better than zero-assing it, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love this one word about mom guilt. So here's one thing that I figured out for myself. So I used to take responsibility for other people all the time, other Mm -hmm. adults for how my mom would feel or how my husband would feel or how my friend would feel and stuff. And here's the thing, your partner, your colleague, your coworker, your boss, your clients, They are grown adults. They can make their own decisions. They need to speak up for their own desires and needs. And you're not responsible for them. So mom guilt for me looked like this. Yes, I had terrible mom guilt being like, I'm going to go for three, maybe four hours on a Saturday Mm -hmm. and like just sit in a cafe and read a book in peace and quiet or do Instagram stories if I feel like that. Um, or do whatever the hell I want because that is my time. And then I will come home and I would feel like, first of all, leaving, I would feel terrible mom guilt while I was there, I would feel mom guilt. And then afterwards, what I realized is that I can come back and I could say on Sunday sink being like, honey, how did it go with the kids Saturday morning? How did you feel? Are you okay? Do you maybe need a break too today? on Sunday. And if my husband doesn't speak up for himself, then it's not my responsibility. Louder for the people in the back. That (laughs) is like, yes. Like the second that you can, and not becoming a selfish narcissist, right? So like people like to go to extremes. I have to say that where it's like, we're not going to like narcissism and like turning off your emotions and not feeling how other people feel. We're not going there. I mean, I can ask, are you maybe tired? Like that's empathetic. Yes. Like like, how are you feeling? Do you need a break? And I can offer that. But if he doesn't take me up on that, that is not my responsibility. Um, I need to stop taking responsibility for other people. Yes. And that can be a conversation that like, and that you may have trained your partner or your kids that when they say everything is okay, that you will badger them until they make something not okay. And therefore you have something to fix. Like, it's like, honey, what's wrong? Nothing. No, what's wrong? Really? No, no, nothing. No, no, what's wrong? Nothing. Well, why are you mad at me? And it's like this whole like thing, right? Or that we do in, in subtle ways and big ways. Like, so it's really, honestly, you having that, if you, if you were someone, if you, if you heard that, like, honey, what's wrong? Nothing. And that like rang a bell with you. You have to have a conversation with your partner and say, Hey, when you say something is not wrong or that you don't need more time or X, Y, Z, I'm going to take you at face value. Doesn't mean you're not going to feel the emotion, right? So like if your partner comes in and you can like feel that they are upset and you're like, what's wrong? And they're like, nothing. It doesn't mean that you're not going to feel the emotion. And you're not going to be like, oh my God, I can totally tell something is wrong because clearly you're stomping around and you red faced and whatever, right? But they go, nothing is wrong. Then you go, okay, nothing is wrong. And until you communicate differently, I'm going to believe that. And I'm going to go and keep doing my things. And like, that's, that's with parents and with partners and clients. And like, I mean, my clients, I dig a little bit more. I'm not going to lie. They're like, nothing's wrong. I'm like, that's bullshit. Let's talk about it. Right. But I think with my partner and my son, all that, it really is important to be like, what, what their emotional reaction is, is not yours to own unless you choose to. So like, Mm -hmm. if you set a boundary with someone 
and that makes them uncomfortable, that's not your shit to own. If yeah. you set that boundary from a loving place, that you're trying to love yourself more, and it was made out of love for yourself, then that is not, that is their problem. If they are feeling uncomfortable, you can have a communication about it. You can say, okay, you know what? Really, you going every Saturday for four hours, that really is whatever. Okay, you can talk about it. But that doesn't mean that because it makes them uncomfortable or perceivedly uncomfortable, not really vocally uncomfortable, that you have to then change your boundary, right? Yeah. And so that's like realizing when you're doing that, right? When it's like, oh, but I feel like, I'll, I mean, clients all the time, my partner will not, whatever. Or I just, oh, if I could just like, my husband just goes to basketball in the morning and I just like, I'm like, did, did you say something to him? Have you said anything like, hey, it really frustrates me when you go to basketball because I'm alone with the kids. Like your partner just like trots off, like ain't no big deal, right? And you're feeling resentful, but you're not communicating it. And yeah. also usually it's because you're doing, you're not doing the same thing. You wish you could go trot off to basketball or the mall or the coffee shop, but you're not. So you're now resenting your partner because they are doing what you actually want to do. Right? Oh my God, this is so me. Jen, it's almost <laughs> like, you know, people. Weird. And it's women. Like I know women and mothers and entrepreneurs. Like it's like, but again, so weird. Yeah, I would get has... so mad at my husband if yes. he, he'd like take care of. So let's say I have three, four client calls. Um, I I tend to have all my client calls together, and I come down, and it's been like three, four hours with the kids, and I see him there. The dishes aren't done, and there's like food on the table, and maybe food on the floor because I got two kids under three, and he's just sitting there on the couch taking a breather. I like this is the exact reason why I was like, I think I need healthier. I need a coach because <laughs> this is freaking crazy. Like I can see, obviously, it's been like tiring and exhausting. He's been there for hours yeah. and like stuff, and I know how tiring that is. But I would come in, I'd be like, Why are you sitting on the couch? Yes. Because the truth is I'm a workaholic. I never gave myself some slack. I actually want to sit on the couch to take a yes. breather, have a cup of water and maybe yep. like snuggle with the kids for a moment. Yep. But I wouldn't give that much to myself because I genuinely didn't have the awareness. And this yeah. is, so here's, here's my invitation for everyone who's listening right now. If you feel resentment, anger, frustration, dissatisfaction, any of these kind of emotions, I find that they're warning signs. So they're warning yep. signs that something is out of alignment. Yep. And if you're like, I don't enjoy my life very much, mm -hmm. or this is like unrational, like go reach out to Jen mm -hmm. and like simply ask for, like ask, like, how can I work with you? Or how can I help? Uh, how can you help me? She also has great free resources like this doesn't have to be paid on instagram you're the line the dot aligned dot badass right mm -hmm. yep. yep okay and there is like she has group programs she has one-on-one -on -one coaching i mean one-on-one -on -one coaching is like the gold standard if you're an entrepreneur i strongly recommend that but also it's hard to get a one-on-one -on -one spot with you <laughs> right I mean, that's fair right yeah if it's available yes yes no so, i appreciate that those are red flags right? When you're like, yeah. and you may be pinning it on something as well. You may be saying my partner is an asshole or I'm a terrible mom because I yell or I'm a, I'm a burnt out entrepreneur. So it may be manifesting as something, right? Like I'm struggling in my business or I'm struggling in my marriage. Or I'm struggling as a parent or I'm struggling, whatever. So it may manifest as something, but you're right. This is a warning sign. And it's rarely about the something. It's really more deeper work. That needs to be done in a safe place that you feel like. And I tell Virginia, I'm like, I the reason why I love working with you is because you're like, here is it all. Like it's like I when clients come in try to perform for me, or they try to like be like more put together than they are, or they pretend that like they don't really need the help. But you know, oh, I think I'm good. Like I don't have much for this call. I'm like, that's bullshit. Like give me your stuff. I am your safe place to be a mess, to be frustrated, to be resentful, so that we don't have to carry that out into the rest of the world. And many of us don't have that. We don't have that in our lives. Someone that we can truly just be like, here's my mess. I just did this with my kids. I just yelled at my partner. I just, whatever. I resent my clients. Like, but we don't have that space to then figure it out. And until you're honest with at least one person about that, including yourself, it's really hard to make that change. And you will continue to have that cycle. So yes, yeah. I invite you to reach out on Instagram, on Facebook, on wherever. I love to, I love to meet your people because obviously they're like you that I'm all in because I adore you. I want 15 more of you as one-on-one <laughs> <laughs> Ah, Thank you so much. You make me blush.
Don't 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 keep talking because you also know I'm a crier. As you said, there's all the emotions and all the emotions on 110 percent. Like there's nothing that can make me cry more quickly than it's like a nice like someone like I don't know Mm. being nice. It sounds like it sounds like no one's ever nice to me, but like (laughs) I cry all the time. (laughs) I cry from. I, I, I cry from all the emotions. I cry from like Same. happiness and joy and anger and fear. <laughs> so. Yeah, I love working with empaths. I love sensitive people because we are we are demonized in most circles, and being sensitive is a superpower. So I love that. Uh, yeah, sometimes it feels like uh, there's this real sound where it's like I'm very successful, like handling my department, and it's like you're just you're you you are your department. It's just one person. <laughs> like yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm a lot to handle. Job. Right. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> oh my gosh. Reels is like has invaded my brain. It's uh, <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> as it does. As it does. Yes. But yeah, I, I just really want to urge you. So you've heard the red flags, you've heard what Jen can do for you. And this is really the reason why I brought her on the podcast. Because like this month is probably the first month where I don't feel like my life is running faster than me and I'm just trying to catch up. Mm-hmm. I actually feel like on top of my stuff and like in I don't want to say in control, but like mm-hmm. it does feel like I'm the driver in the driving seat and no longer just the co-pilot and panics actually running the show. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with two small kids. Yeah. I mean it's enough to chase toddlers. No need to like chase your life too. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and this is, I'm, I'm in no way surprised that this is also the biggest month that my business has ever had with mm-hmm. like over $51,000 in like sales. That's freaking crazy. And yeah. I wouldn't have thought this possible like six months or eight months ago because I was in this really just like not dark place, but like it's a lot. If you're already running after your life, trying to always catch up on all the commitments you have and all the kids and all the stuff and all the doctor appointments and all the things, and it's really, really tired and exhausting and you're just like, ah, feeling like your head's on fire, yeah. then where do exactly, like, where exactly, you're using all your energy already on your life. Where exactly do you really want to take the energy to do Instagram stories every day, to post every single day, to do reels, to do all the things that you want to be doing for your business, to serve your clients? Yep. I mean, no, I think that's beautiful. And that's, that fills my heart because that's why I do it. Because I know that it, I love working with individuals, but I go deep with individuals because I know that once an individual figures it out and gets in alignment with their business, their parenting, their partnership, their relationship with their self, their parents, everything, that they're like the atom bomb, right? It's easy to do a group and to have, you know, to put out something that you think of impacts people, but like, I can see the tangible ripple effect of you getting more in line. And that is what lights me up. Right. Like I do it for the individual, but I also do it like selfishly because I know that working moms, mompreneurs, women are the precipitous for change in our society. And one by one, I will be an agent for that change of that individual who will then take that change and be more aligned with her clients, with her content, with her business will show other women what is possible from a place that's healthy and not a place of hustle and grind. Right. And like that for me is like, that's the gift of being able to work with women like you. It's just uh-huh. knowing it does not stop with you. Like you were just the, you're the, the pebble in the lake. That's going to have enormous ripples in a way that feels so good for you. And that's what's yeah. This oh my gosh. Okay, we need to be careful where we take this call because otherwise we may all both just end up crying. <laughs> end up crying. Like, and I love you and you're the best. I'm like, that's why I love my again one-on-one. That's why I love clients. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just love them so much. I love them all so much. And that's why I keep it small too with my client base because I have a lot of love to give. And if I give it all, I'm I, and then I get burnt out, right? So I'm like, keep the client load low so I can give a lot to each of them. So yeah. <laughs> Fun question in between i mean i don't i don't actually drink alcohol anymore but do, did you also used to be the person that if you were like slightly tipsy or like maybe a little bit more tipsy you're like loving all the people yeah i'm sober as well so like i haven't drank in in a while but i um <laughs> yes for sure i'm like a happy drunk i'm a happy drunk for sure like i'm a happy loving drunk like yeah. 
Yes. Oh my gosh. And the like, I'm the one in the bathroom with the girl who's like crying, and she's like, "I, my boyfriend." I'm like, "He doesn't deserve you. You are, you are the extra guacamole, and he had better be paying an extra, right?" Like, I'm like, <laughs> "That's who I am." And the, like, I'm the one that's like the fierce mama energy that I'm like, "Oh no, you do not stand for less than what you are worth." Who you are? If he doesn't see it, he's an idiot. You know, like that. That's who I would be in the bar for sure, consoling the drunk, crying people, and be like, "Now you get out there and dance. You are beautiful. You go." Like that. I'm the high energy cheerleader for sure. <laughs> well, we definitely have that in common. I love that. Yes. Um, <laughs> didn't expect to ask that po- question it. on the podcast today. I love it. I will use that from now on. I'll which like, kind of you drunk? drunk in a bar? Here's who I would be for you. If you were crying, your mascara was running, I'd be fixing you up and be like, girlfriend, you could do it. You'd be like, I love you. And then we'd cry and it'd be amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I cannot wait for it just to ever like this pandemic to ever be over. And I really hope I meet you in real life. Same. Same. Oh my gosh. I, that makes that alone. That thought will carry me for days. I love that thought. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for sharing all your gold, all your knowledge, all your wisdom. Y'all, please do find Jen on her podcast. Her podcast is amazing. I also really like your, I, I mean, I love, not just like, I love your emails because they're so mm. fun. You share such interesting stories. Just letting you guys know there's been something about like the, um, Salem witch witch trials, yes. right? Yes. And what else has been there? The story about the like feeling resentful towards your your husband when you really just want to be the fun mom yep. and stuff. I mean, yeah. there are just like so many interesting things happening mm-hmm. in your emails. Um, what else did I learn about cycle syncing? There's been yes. a lot of stuff. Working right? with your energy, you were cyclical, you were badass because you were a woman. So, Wait, so I yeah. can't just go on rocket fuel 24-7? No, we don't live in 24-hour cycles. Not like those guys, but that's our superpower. <laughs> don't let them tell you differently. <laughs> so yeah, you see her emails are definitely worth it too. So is everything else that Jen touches. It's incredible. So go yeah. follow her. Go find her. We are linking everything in the show notes. And thank you so much for being here today, Jen. I'm so grateful. And thank you for supporting me like mm-hmm. every other day of the year, like not just today. So, so, so grateful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Talk to you all soon. Yes. <laughs> Content loungers, listen up. This is your chance to ditch the hustle and take a massive leap in your business and your income. This month, one of you guys is going to work with me one-on-one and together we will create a content strategy that turns you into a client and money magnet without working more. This is valued at over $2,000. And to get in on this, simply leave me a five-star review, take a screenshot and DM it to me on Instagram. Wishing y'all massive success in your business. See you next week. And until then, sit back, relax and let your content do the work for you.